listen harder. Hi, I'm Tanya. And this is Brandy. And you're listening to the Listen, listen Harder, harder Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> um, so uh, I wanted to bring up something that uh, I've been watching on TV. Uh, what do you call it? TV? Netflix? I guess you have to say the actual entity that you listen to it on or watch, watch it on. Yeah. But um, I've been watching the... Oh, is that the name of it? Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite characters, Iroh. Have you watched this at all? No, but I'm intrigued. I know people who have. It's good. Yeah, Justin. Yeah. But, and lots of people. Yeah. Probably Scott. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, um, Iroh is one of my favorite characters. I he's just this, used to be this warrior and he became this woke peace person and he has the most beautiful quotes and I wrote down one I had to like keep rewinding it so I'm going to read the quote I love quotes so does Tanya (laughs) we just collect quotes so we might even just do quote episodes where we read a quote and talk about it that will be just for us but maybe there's other quote lovers out (laughs) there if you're a quote lover (laughs) send us your good quotes because I love them yes I have a spreadsheet. Especially when they find you at the right time. Mm -hmm. The best. Yeah. So I'm going to read this one. Um, You must never give in to despair. Allow yourself to slip down that road and you surrender to your lower and lowest instincts. In the darkest times, hope is something you give yourself. That is the meaning of inner strength. So the thing that really stuck out to me most in this is hope is something you give yourself. Um, Mm, And I think, like, (laughs) it's more about, like, the agency and the power over how we intake the situations that are happening to us. And I think, again, you know, 2020 has been a struggle for a lot of people, and it's really easy to give into that despair and slide down that slide and just live there. But we forget that we can choose to have hope and just the idea that you have agency over that and not just, you're not just a victim to the external things that are happening, that things don't just happen to you, you can also happen to them. Mm -hmm. And then you can, I mean, obviously I'm not saying let's ignore any of the bad things that are happening, but you do have a choice in how you react and mm-hmm. move forward yeah. uh, in, in situations. Yeah, and having uh, having hope doesn't mean you're denying um, the reality. And also, I would like to add, too, because this is something that um, I've had in my life, where having hope also doesn't mean that you think everything is going to work out perfectly. It's just that you know it's going to work out in the way that it's meant to and that everything is going to be okay. And that, um, yeah, some bad things might happen along the way, but, like, you having hope, I like that it says it gives you strength because it does. It gives you the strength to, like, make it through those things um, and find the, the beauty in it while you're going through it and then use it for good on the other side. When yeah, you get there. And I'd rather have, I'd rather have hope than not hope, um, even if it seems improbable, 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 um, 
you know, I think a lot of times it's so easy to focus on all of the, the negative things or the things that aren't going right. And um, while it may feel like a mountain, like, I don't think we have to let that mountain bury us. I think we can stand on the mountain and go, I'm still going to have hope even though there's a mountain of despair underneath me. Yeah, and also, like, you know, if we're going to talk about it as a mountain, which I really like. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, it's like, okay, if you're if you're uh, setting out on a journey of this mountain and, you know, like, it's going to take power for many days, it's like, um, there might be a day where where you thought you were going to make it a certain amount of miles and you thought you were going to get all of this accomplished, but maybe you don't. Maybe you had to find shelter and you had to just wait. Um, and so it's not going the way that you initially thought. However, you still have that hope guiding you and that goal, and you know you're going to make it to your end goal at the top of the mountain. It's just yeah. that you're, you know, you're carrying that hope with you to help you, and it also gives you, like, the instincts and the strength to be able to adapt and change and not give up just because things might have turned out differently than you thought. Um, and then learning, too, I think, as well. It's a guiding yeah. force. It's a, I really like how you put that because to me it really goes in with the, the quote, like, if you do give up or give up hope, shall I say, on that journey, then you're giving into the despair and you will never realize the top of the mountain or wherever mm-hmm. like you're by giving by choosing to have hope you give the option that that truth can become a reality mm-hmm. by not choosing it that will never be a reality yeah it, it's being closed off to close off the you're closing the door to it mm-hmm. being a possibility yeah. Well, we should keep those doors open no matter how, you know, far off they may seem. Yeah. There's a book that I really like um, called Warrior of the Light. And I like the, I, I like that he's a warrior. And I, I like mm-hmm. the concept of warriors because I think a lot of times a warrior gets um, construed with, like, a fighter or destruction. destruction or things like that. But that's not how I see warrior spirits at least like I meet I meet people with warrior spirits constantly and they're my favorite because they're the ones who um they keep going because they do have that spark and that light in them and that's why I like that book is called warrior of the light because the light is the hope like that you know you have and you have to have that um otherwise where are you going yeah Exactly. <laughs> and what are you doing? Right? Right. And that's that's the problem getting into it. And I also think that shows, like, where we put our focus mm-hmm. matters. And so I think this is part of it, focusing on the hope or the the light being out and carrying that lantern for it or fighting for that is one of the most important things. Because if you are only focusing on all of the reasons why, you know, said, you know, X variable can't happen, uh, that's self-fulfilling prophecy. And again, it just varies more. We are largely what we focus on. And um, I think it's kind of brings it around to 
Fanny and I uh, always consider ourselves like uh, optimists, like mm-hmm. huge optimists. I forgot the adjective I'm trying to look for, like the eternal optimist. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I like that saying. <laughs> um, eternal optimist. Mm-hmm. But we are uh, almost optimists to a fault. <laughs> yeah. Like, sometimes. Yeah. Like we are constantly, later on you're going to hear our silver linings episode <laughs> We're going to just take all of the things that are seemingly bad and show how you can gain so much from mm-hmm. them. But um, that's because we're not just focused, we're, we almost refuse to focus on all of the negative and the bad things because mm-hmm. that doesn't get us anywhere. Focusing on the positive things can get us somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the, like, and because like, there's nothing I, like I, I feel like in in all the bad there is the silver linings. There is always something like good that you can take from it. And then also like I also love the word um, alchemy, which I talk about mm. a lot. But also taking taking your experiences that are considered bad, you know, or or sad or traumatic, and alchemizing them into the light. Because you can turn anything into light, I think. I love that. Also, imagining us like in a science thing with beakers of light, dropping that into some experiment. Yeah, but, but it is like it. I guess that's like um, I like that's the warrior's work, you know. Well, I think that brings us to something that kind of you and I have really thought about. I think more so this year is what what role do I have in the world? In the world, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we all have different ways that we leave the light into the world. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I think Tom and I like really kind of came to a like coming a term going like who, how do I leave light? Mm-hmm. And it was really hard for a while because. There are a lot of people kind of saying, you're not leaving light unless you're doing this. Mm-hmm. You are, this is the way you leave light. And if you're not leaving light, you're, you're a bad person. And you weren't saying leaving light. Yeah. <laughs> um, not like, I just added that in, but I think helping the world. Yeah. Right? If you're not doing A, B, or C, then you're, you're not, not helping, helping. Or, and I think that's probably just even stronger in, just the divisiveness of everything. If you're not part of this team, then you're not doing this. And um, I don't know if I think of things so binary like that, mm-hmm. because I think everyone has their own way of contributing to it. And I think just Tom and I were trying to figure out, well, how do we, how do we, what works best for us? Because we're not, not, Maybe the warriors at the front of the line mm-hmm. slaying people. I'm not, a, yeah, I'm not a frontliner. <laughs> yeah, unless I absolutely have to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Like we can all fill a role if needed, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. Or if circumstances change and you know, there's no other option but to be in this role. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really important for everyone to really kind of take a take a second. And think about that because we can move along without helping and we can put our energy in a way that's not really true to ourselves as well. Yeah. It's a, it, 
this image just popped in my head because I think about this a lot, um, about like when you have, you know, that saying too many cooks in the kitchen, mm -hmm. right? Um, so like you can have a lot of people in the kitchen and I work in a lot of kitchens and like your goal is to make whatever you're making, right? So yeah, not everyone could be doing the same thing. So it's like find your thing and contribute to the main dish that you're all, maybe my thing is I'm just, I'm a chopper. I just, I chop the vegetables. That's what I'm doing for this one. Maybe sometimes I'll be cooking the main dish, but it's, it's knowing like where you feel good and where you can feel the most helpful and where, like, where I guess what makes your, I've been thinking about this saying a lot. What makes your heart sing? Mm -hmm. Uh, what feels good in your body? What feels most like you? What is your unique something that you can put on the situation? And the, it's hard when the world's being loud and telling you, like, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this, because that's when you really have to be like, do I know myself? Do I trust myself? Is, is this, you know, are they right or am I wrong? And, like, you have to know and you have to trust that the way that you are leaving the light is the correct way yeah. and that it's good for you and it feels good, you know? Yeah. It's and sometimes people are affected by you and they'll never tell you and you yeah. can make a difference and you'll never know so you, that's where that's why you have to trust and you have to just keep leaving yeah <laughs> well i think that that was where i know i was struggling because i'm like i don't feel i'm doing anything actively on paper mm -hmm. that is helping anyone or anything mm -hmm. and i think that's it it's an indication too that maybe there is something more I can do on paper, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I'm not saying that I shouldn't, but I do think we don't know all the weaves that we make. No. I'm really leaning into this weaving thing. I like the weaving. <laughs> but, um, uh, we, we really can't ever know. And I think that's why I've tried to focus on, which is actually, this brings me to something else that popped into my head <laughs> today. Again, I thought on some TV shows, so I feel really bad about not remembering what's going on. But it's this concept of recalibrating. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's a way that you can help leave light. And I liked it because basically this person said, if anything bad or negative happens, we'll just put bad in. Yeah. You know, like as trauma. A, yeah. Bad. Anything bad that happens. Yeah. Um, then it's just, if you want, you need to try to recalibrate it. So you have to do something good to offset that. Mm. And I like it because uh, a lot of times we just think about being good people and trying to do good things. But this idea that no, we have to strike the balance. If someone yells at you on the street in like, let's say a road rage situation, they just put something negative out into the world. And now we have to do something to offset that. We have to recalibrate it because the balance is off. The balance is now too negative, right? Mm -hmm. So what can you do to go out of your way to make, to offset that balance? Maybe it's something simple like just letting someone go in front of you mm -hmm. or, you know, saying thank you to someone or helping someone carry groceries to their car. Something to completely offset that thing. Yeah. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be completely opposite. Like someone else do this, but yeah. it helps to think of it that way. Something to recalibrate, and then hopefully we can offset it even more. <laughs> I love so. that. I love that. It's it's it reminds me of the the 
what is it? The two, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Yeah. So like that is definitely like negative. And then if you respond in negative, then now you're blind. And you know, if, if you did, if you had chose recalibration, you just be putting a new eye back in there. Yeah. So, or maybe three eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So when someone takes the eye out again, they still have two. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I like, and I, I've, that's always resonated with me. And like, that's a hard one too, because like, it's, um, by saying that I'm not holding, I still hold a space for anger to exist and for, you know, for all things to exist. I, I think they all have their place. Um, but I, I, I definitely don't think like revenge or things that are, I don't think, I know they serve a purpose in the grand scheme of things. And I understand that. Otherwise they wouldn't be here. And so, but it's the silver lining thing again, where it's like, will you choose to take those things and then find the light in them and lead them into something greater? Or will you, stay there yeah and never and never like see the light and that and like you know keep doing those things that's that's where I struggle with things like that and also you know when we were talking about this earlier in the year just like in general like with like social media is a part of our life so the things we post and the the stuff we put out there and like the things we say and our actions they all matter and they all I don't think everyone knows they matter you know (laughs) they do they're all adding to the one of the mountains, either yeah, mountain of despair or mountain of hope. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's why for me, it's just been, it, I struggled with it for a while in the year, but like this, I mean, every message, I'm, I'm very intentional about the messages that I put out there. And I just try to make sure that they're all centered around love. That's yeah. and love and light. Um, which I, I know it gets such a negative condensation sometimes, but it's, I, that's who I am. And it's the same thing. I see that top of the mountain and I see that hope. And I, for me, it resonates with me. And I know that that's true from, for me. I, I also know that people get frustrated with it, but it's choosing to have hope and do that it's not denying a reality or anything but it's saying hey i know there's a lot to be despairing about however here's where we can focus because if you focus on this if you focus on love if you focus on light then if you chase those things certain despairs need to get out of the way for those things to happen mm-hmm. and so when you chase those things you go oh this thing is in the way of love and light. Mm-hmm. So now we need to get this off the path. Yeah. And that usually, hopefully, is in some sort of reform or, you know, um, actually trying to fix it in some sort of way or, you know, setting it on the path to be fixed, whatever it is. So it's it's not ignoring the despair. It's it's almost going, I know this exists, and we need to figure out a way to get it out of the way. Yeah. Um, I have an example of, not denying, like in my own life, not denying the reality, but still choosing hope. My dog, George, when she was four, got cancer in her leg and she had to have a leg amputated. And we knew, uh, she was going to die. That was, that was an actual reality. She was going to die, which is a sad, bad, 
traumatic thing and it is filled with despair. But I still saw hope and the hope I saw was I still have some days with her. I don't know how many days, but I'm going to make the days I have left with her the most magical days that could ever exist. So I started a bucket list for her, and we spent the most magical time together, filled with love. And I wasn't trying to deny that she was going to die. Yeah, I was just having hope in a, a bad situation that I could still make it beautiful. And I'm grateful for that time we spent together. And I do think it made it. I think it made her feel just way more loved in the last few days, and it made her life just more magical. And it also added so much love to my life and made it, I cherish all those memories we made in those last days. And I could have just given, given in into despair. despair. Yeah. <laughs> and then just let it overwhelm you yeah. and not be able to give your dog those moments. Yeah. You know? And yourself. And really. myself. Yeah. yeah. So that's an example of, um, I think a lot of times like people, well, you know, you're denying reality. No, I'm not. I was no. never, I was never, my hope was never in that she was going to live. Yeah. And hope doesn't have to be for an outcome that is unrealistic. That's yeah. not what no. hope is. No. Hope is just finding the light and the love in moments of despair. Yeah. And I, I think about it too. It's, it's, I would just be crushed if I took on the weight of all of the horrific realities that are out there. Yeah. Like, and I did for a while. I, I remember I was caring so much about all of the things and there was so many terrible things that happened. And if you really focus on that and bathe in that, it's crushing. And, I always get powerless because mm-hmm. a lot of it, it, it feels like one person can't do and fix everything and you can't. And that's a reality. I think some people have become very powerful on campus. So I'm not saying like, yeah. there's the, the, um, imprint that some people have is, as is, is amazing. Yeah. yeah. But even the most, think of the most powerful people that can create the biggest imprint, even they can't fix it all. Mm-hmm. And, we can probably only fix like 2%. It's so small. Mm-hmm. So like we can't take on all of the burdens of the world. I'm not saying ignore. Yeah. I'm not saying don't acknowledge. I'm saying don't attach. Mm-hmm. But what we can do is chase love and light. And those things will like they, they have tendrils that we can't even mm-hmm. see yeah. that are chipping away at the foundations of all of the awful things. Mm-hmm. And the more and more those little tendrils, you know, fan out and they, they touch one person, that person then starts sending out their own tendrils. Like it creates this bigger network that we can't know and we can't feel and we feel powerless as individuals, but it's really actually quite powerful. It is. It's the most powerful thing. Um, and I think that's why it's the most quiet. <laughs> you know it, it seems like you're not doing anything mm-hmm. and it feels that way like Tony and I sat there and I'm like I feel like I'm not helping anything but we don't always see the way we help yeah and it's also the you know every time I say quotes that are so quoted and <laughs> everyone's like I get it you like quotes quotes with quotes <laughs> the simple quote and the one that's used so much is be the 
change that you wish to see in the world. But that's so true because you have to change yourself and you have to, you have to start there and you have to start with love and working on that. And then, yeah, like whatever your scope of love that you can send out mine, whether it's just, if it's just a small little network, that's enough because then those people, if they become the change, then they'll touch other people. And that's how love spreads and changes. That's why everyone, you know, they're always saying, love's the way, love's the answer, you know, and it's, it's hard to, you know, yeah, love doesn't create action. Like it's on, you know, you don't see this Congress putting a bill out for love. I mean, not directly, we're talking, obviously there's other things to deal with, you know, Anyways, I digress. Yeah. Um, it's hard to see that. You know, you're like, well, what is love going to do? Because you don't, you don't see the immediate results of that. And you don't understand. And it leads me to yet another thing that I recently came across. And I'm not going to quote this right because I don't remember it exactly. And I don't know who, who or if anyone said it, but we, people experience us as we, we give them what they experience basically how we are to someone is what they experience us to be mm-hmm. and I think we forget that part. I know sometimes I'm having a coffee day and I go into a restaurant and just, yeah I just give me this I just that was my experience with that person yeah. but I have power right there I could have easily looked this person in the eye and I could have said oh how, how's your day going great, can I have this? Yeah. And that's a completely different thing. So people experience us the way that we experience them. And a lot of times we'll say, that person's jerk. But if we think about, oh, how did we come up to them? What did we give them that maybe could have fueled that jerkness? It's yeah. really hard for someone to be a jerk to someone that's not a jerk. Yeah. Not always, obviously. But yeah, there's that, of course, the that's right. part of the power of being a light leader. If you think about all of those moments, you can start leaving so, so many, all the time. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> In every experience. Mm-hmm. And I, I, we're not perfect. We're not bad days. Mm-hmm. Whatever, it's fine. I've, I've almost cried sometimes at the times where I'm like, I was such a jerk to this person and I ruined this day. I sent out, I cut off 10 goals and I yeah. feel so bad about it and I feel guilty and all this stuff. But it's just because I want to try to take all those moments to recalibrate as much as possible. Yeah. And then in those moments, uh, that's it. You know, when you're having those moments, you can leave the light for yourself. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and just be like, it's okay because, you know, forgiveness is, and you know, it, it served its purpose for whatever uh, that may be in that moment. And then you know, just learn and move on and grow. So that's all you can do. And don't stay there. Yeah. You know, it's like you can stop there for the night, but keep going up the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget the journey that you're on and what it is that, you know, your focus is and what you want to do. And for us, I do think that it's, you know, and conceive of hope and even light and, yeah, it's like love and compassion and all the things that seem so simple and easy. And that's who I want to be and that's the way I want to experience the world. 
person. I think too, I think it's um like we talked about earlier, finding a role in the kitchen or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's helpful to really think about I know we said we don't really see the tendrils that we send out, but I can think about the ways we can send out tendrils mm-hmm. and be like, Oh, is this a moment where I can send this out? <clears throat> we were talking about earlier how I think one of the greatest gifts you can give to someone is seeing them, mm-hmm. acknowledging them, not judging them for who they are um, in a bad way, mm-hmm. and, and accepting, mm-hmm. and then loving. Mm-hmm. And so often we never really look at the person we're talking to or even the friends we know. Like The more and more I get to learn about some of the people I really care about and get to see them, the more exciting it is. But I also, I want them to know I see them because that's a way to send some tendrils out. Mm-hmm. So that's one way, you know. Yeah. Obviously having nice interactions with people as much as possible, you know, taking considerate of people and their feelings and where they're at and what's going on, mm-hmm. listening mm-hmm. to people when they have something going on, mm-hmm. letting go gracefully. Letting go gracefully. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about how what you say and how that affects people. So it's each other experiencing each other. If you are just putting out, if you are just focusing on the despair, that's going to also affect the people around you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you can't focus on that ever, yeah. but we're always this is terrible. This is like, if we're always in that negative mood, it spreads to mm-hmm. other people. It does, yeah. I think I, I think it's just acknowledging the power that you have as well, like knowing that I think a lot of people don't know this and it's something I don't think it's something you can know all the time because we're human and so we go in and out of like feeling good about ourselves and bad about ourselves. But we are all powerful beyond what we can grasp. Yeah. And um, I think like with that comes a great responsibility, you know. Yeah. And we are responsible for our actions and who we are in the world. Uh, yeah, and definitely, definitely if, if I pass away and there's only a few people at my funeral, <laughs> I still just want them to say, you know, she believed in me and she gave me hope. That yeah. that would be enough for me. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. The ultimate goal. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say not just a responsible well, responsibility sounds like limited. Yeah. I would say true. like it's fine. Uh I would say maybe like you get this opportunity yeah, to like that. to send this out. Maybe there's an opportunity. Yeah. Here's one. Yeah. There might be a better word than opportunity, but it's the only way to think of it. Yeah. yeah. Gift. So not it's not your duty or responsibility, but it's an opportunity for you mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> And thanks for, for listening. listening.